welcome back everybody uh, let's spin some yarn uh, I'm working with this mic stuff so the uh, audio quality on the last one was not that great so hopefully uh, my tweaks sound a little bit better uh, even though you know it is what it is I'm driving home uh, from work so it's gonna sound like what it's gonna sound like like I'm doing it in a car uh, so what I want to talk about today is uh, it's, it's a saying I use a lot uh, in in an attempt to convince my junior guys that uh, teamwork is the way to get things done, right? And, and the way that I specifically address the specific issue that I have, and I'm sure you commonly have as well, it seems to be a common thread just through junior personnel in the Navy. And I remember thinking the same thing when I was in their shoes is, you know, this isn't my problem. Like, why am I doing this work? Why am I pulling this person's weight when it's not mine to pull? Like, I, I shouldn't have to do this. They should be doing this. Or, you know... Um, maybe pointing at someone else and just being envious of their position or what they have and wondering why I don't have it or, or whatever. Uh, and the, the saying that I use to combat this is there's no such thing as it's not my job, right? Like I'm combating this problem right now. Um, as I mentioned last time around, I, I'm on a two crew submarine. And what that means is there are periods of time where we're on the ship, but we don't own the ship. And I'm still learning what that even means. But basically what I interpret it to mean and, and I interpret the effect on my guys to be is there are times where we're essentially doing work for someone else where, you know, they own the submarine. So it creates this, you know, mythical concept or situation where, um, Basically, the ship isn't ours to work on, so, you know, but we're working on it. And so a lot of times they'll find themselves in situations where the crew that owns the work that there is to be done isn't pulling their weight. And so my guys pick up that slack and then you run into this adversary relationship where they're pointing at the other crew saying, well, this isn't my job. You guys should be doing this. Why am I doing this? Um and you can run into that situation at any point in your career and you haven't, and if you haven't, you will, where you're pointing at something and saying, this isn't my job. Why am I doing this? So on and so forth. And you may actually sit on your hands and decide that you're not going to do something because it's not your job. It's not your problem. Um, and what I could tell you is that it is, it always is. Um, you know, any, any problem that arises for me as a chief, I look at and I'm just like, how can I improve the situation? What can I do to, to help if I can help? And that should be the approach that you have to everything. And, and I'm, I, I'm having a hard time understanding specifically the way it works on my ship because I'm used to this mentality um, that it's my ship all the time. If my feet are planted on those deck plates, it's my problem. Uh, it doesn't matter what the situation is. It's my problem. And I'm going to do whatever I can do to contribute towards a solution. And that's what my frustration is right now. And that's what your frustration should be when you see that is like when you identify that attitude or that outlook in your junior sailors or, or even in yourself of, you know, any kind of a problem on where the ship's not your problem. There's, there's an issue to be addressed there because it is, um, it might not be your direct responsibility, but I can tell you the improvement of whatever we're talking about. If the improvement of, you know, the crew's accomplishment of the mission through whatever tiny mechanism is feed, is feeding into it that you're looking at and saying, you know, this is an issue, 
but it's not my problem. That's 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 a problem. Like you need to look at that and figure out why that attitude exists and address it. Um, and when you do that, a couple things happen. So we'd like everything to be equal. We would like equity in everything that we do. I would like the workload to be equitable between every single person assigned to me where everybody does their fair share and they're split equally. And then we all go home, you know, skip to our cars and live happily ever after. That's what we would like to accomplish. But our reality, everywhere we go at every command you work at, our reality is you have various different people with different backgrounds, different frames of reference, different skills, different aptitudes for the jobs that we do. And at the end of the day, you're going to have some people that are great at a lot of things. You're going to have some people that are good at some things. You're going to have some people that struggle with everything. And it's impossible with that diverse group of, of people and diverse group of abilities to equitably split the work 100% of the time. So those super sharp people that are good at everything and they're picking everything up really quickly and they're super intelligent and everything seemingly comes easy to them or they just are, you know, have a better work ethic and are passionate about what they do. And so they're putting more work and effort in. Those people are going to be the ones that you see get frustrated because they're going to be doing an unequitable or a greater share of the work based on their higher ability, you know. And I'm going to put more responsibility on them and trust them. And that seems unfair when you're on the receiving end of it. I've, I've spent my whole career overachieving just because it's the way I'm wired. And I've spent most of my career feeling like I was doing an unfair share of the work. It's not always a great feeling, but when you're able to make the concept click, it it, it makes it a lot easier to do it that way, right? Um, I no longer am salty about it because I understand, A, that my ability to put it on my back sometimes has resulted in recognition. It's resulted in my being promoted quickly. It's it's resulted in my recognition in other ways. Um, you know, I've been put in a lot of really incredible positions of trust. Uh, I've gotten the lead sailors um, from, you know, the, the blue shirt level into the chief's mess. I've gotten to build chiefs. I mean, there's been a lot of incredible rewards that I've reaped from being a person that's done more than my fair share. And I say that almost like jokingly, because I don't think it's more than my fair share. I think that I have some gifts and, and one of those is a work ethic that my parents taught me. And, and when I apply those things, you know, I'm able to do this much and I'm able to contribute this much and I'm able to, to improve the people around me. So I feel like based on my having those abilities, it's my responsibility to do those things. I don't think I'm, I'm getting in it. Uh, an unfair share. So when you those things click and when you see the recognition and it doesn't always happen immediately, you're not going to get instant gratification. It's going to take time. Over time, you will get recognized. Over time, you will be promoted past your peers that you were looking at disappointingly because they weren't doing as much work as you. You're going to be the one getting recognized. You're going to be the one getting promoted. You're going to be the one getting put in positions of, of great trust that put you in the position to get unbelievable job satisfaction and impact people in a way that those people can't. Uh, so there, there are parts that at the junior levels, it's harder to recognize when it's happening to you because you're kind of all in the same boat. You look at another E4, if you're an E4 and you're both getting paid the same and how is that fair, right? In the midst of it happening, it's tough to deal with. But when 
you do it over a long period of time, those results are going to come in, right? And then the other, the other part of it is it just it improves everything on such a large scale that you don't really realize when you're willing and able to put those those issues aside and put that work in, right? Uh, I, an example for me is we have a guy in our division that, um, I mean, not necessarily a problem child. Like, he's not a guy that comes to work and has completely given up and is just, you know, doing things he knows are wrong and doesn't care. Um, he's a guy that doesn't have as high of an aptitude as everyone else. He's a little bit of an outsider, kind of a unique personality. I'm still learning him because I'm new to the command. So, yeah, it's hard for me to detail his personality exactly because I'm still getting to know the kid. But one thing I, I feel very confident about in the limited time I've had with him is that this kid shows up to work every day and wants to contribute. However, based on him being a little slower to pick things up, He's been ostracized by the quicker people, the people that are pulling more weight. And because they feel they're pulling his weight, they ostracize him. They they uh, make fun of him a little bit um, and kind of gang up on him a little bit. And that's got this kid shutting down. If you don't do that, right, if you flip that switch in your head that all of it's my problem all the time. If I got to pick up a, a little more slack because someone needs training, because someone's not picking it up as quick, because I understand that everybody's different and that I'm blessed with these gifts, then that person is going to improve because they want to, they, they idolize you. They, they want to emulate what you're doing. They want to be where you are. They see somebody that they look up to and they want to follow you. Um, that's leadership. That's, that's inspiring a, a follower to follow you. That's something that we should all be trying to do uh, with the gifts that we have. And and this kid, I really firmly believe, will get there. He's just going to be a late bloomer. He's just going to be a kid that doesn't get there as fast as you did. And that's okay. Um, that's something that needs to be accepted is that it's okay for them not to get there as fast as you. Um, maybe they're book smart and they promote off an exam. But just because and I've seen it happen where guys those guys that slow kid promotes faster than everyone else because they score really high on the tests and maybe the guy that can do it all practical every day you know good with their hands doesn't do well on advancement exams so now you got a third class mentoring a second class that happens and that's okay um, that's what the, the map programs for is to recognize those those guys that are, are putting in the work every day so just Put a little faith in the system. I know it's I know it's hard sometimes. I know we we all kind of get a little bitter in moments, uh, but don't let yourself get bitter in practice every day. Uh, understand that everybody is very different, and that's okay. Everybody's going to pick it up at a different different pace, and that's okay. But you know we're a team 100 percent of the time, and, you, and allowing anybody to get ostracized like this young man I'm working with now is not the right answer. It's hurting the team. Like you're literally feeding the problem you're complaining about because this kid being being made fun of every day sucks like this kid if i overheard the things they were saying about this kid and he has i i know he's been within earshot multiple times that you know i wouldn't want to help them either i wouldn't want to pull my weight and and i wouldn't want to go out of my way to do things to make their life easier i'd probably be going out of my way to do things to make their life more difficult because screw them they're making fun of me every day and that's a, that's a, a cycle you don't want to start. You know, you want this kid, you want to bring him in close. You want to put him on your wing and be patient and just train and mentor him, make him feel about like he's a valuable contributor to the team. 
and teach him. And it, it takes as long as it takes. If there are disciplinary issues, that's why I get a paycheck. It's not your job to, you know, worry about counseling this kid, worry about, you know, punishing him because you don't think leadership is. Um, because when I do that, you're not going to see it anyway. And it's none of your damn business. So just let me do my job. Let me earn my paycheck. And you earn yours. You do your part by getting this kid up to speed, by taking the time to bring him in and make him a valuable contributor. Because what happens when this kid becomes a valuable contributor makes your job easier. He starts pulling more of his end, right? He starts taking things off your plate because you trained him, because you taught him how to do that. Uh, so that's what I got for you today. I, it's something that kept coming up. It kept coming up over and over again as as I learned to navigate this two crew system, as I learned to navigate you know, what it's like on these boomer submarines. Um, and I just got frustrated and had a conversation with some of the chiefs where I was just like, you know, if my feet are on these deck plates, it's my submarine, it's my problem, you know, and, and I'm going to get this thing fixed. And I'm going to do that by working with everybody I see. I don't care if you're a blue crew or a gold crew or whatever. It doesn't matter. We're all one crew. We're all part of the USS whatever. And that's how you get things done. We're all part of the same mission accomplishment for that vessel and that team. And that's what we should be. That's how we should view everything. And at the end of the day, one large organization as the United States Navy, as cheesy as that may sound. So that's what I got for you today. Uh, there's no such thing as it's not my job. That might turn into a whole topic at some point because I think it's a very valuable lesson. And that's probably why I went a little long. But uh, I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, just like every other spinning yarn, I hope you learned something from it. And then more, more full-length episodes to come. I got a lot bouncing around in my head. I just got to get in front of that microphone. So keep listening. Keep doing what you're doing out there. If I can do anything for you, contact me. Uh, and don't give up the ship. 